This is the Read Your Bible Podcast, the daily podcast designed to help you understand and apply the scriptures. Nothing will grow your relationship with Jesus Christ more than studying the Bible for yourself. I'm your host, Drew Tankersley, and for the next few moments, I want to invite you to join me as we dive into God's Word together. We'll ask God to help us see what He wants us to see so that we can be who He wants us to be. In his book, Living Forward, Michael Hyatt takes the leader on a journey of self-discovery that involves the reader writing the eulogy for their life. It's a sobering activity that has a way of refining what is most important to us and clarifying the priorities by which we should seek to live our lives. In Deuteronomy 34, God writes Moses' eulogy, and it's a powerful exposition of a lifetime of leadership amid frustration and ecstasy. His was a life spent between the mountain with God and the valley with the people. And it leaves us with some powerful truths to grapple with ourselves. Truths we'll uncover on today's podcast from Deuteronomy chapter 34. Verses 10 through 12 read, No prophet has arisen again in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unparalleled for all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do against the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to all his land, and for all the mighty acts of power and terrifying deeds that Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. In this section, we learn about Moses' death. These chapters serve as an epitaph and a eulogy for an incredible leader. All of Israel mourns the loss of such an iconic figure. No one would again be the leader that Moses was. From the day God called him, from the burning bush, no one had done more for God or seen God the way Moses had. The burning bush, the plagues, the Red Sea, the manna, the water from the rock, the time with God, the pleading with God on behalf of the people, Korah the tabernacle, the serpent in the wilderness, the commandments, the law, the tent of meeting, the wilderness wanderings, the warnings of Deuteronomy, so much of Israel's history and so many lessons learned from the life and leadership of this one man. His humility, his wisdom, the way he prayed for his people by reminding God of his promises the way he patiently addressed his critics, and so much more. What an incredible leader, one who was, by the text standards, unparalleled for all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do against the land of Egypt. And yet, he is unable to lead the people into the land of promise. This was the one thing that he was commissioned to do. This was the thing that God had called him to do way back on the backside of that desert to rescue God's people and to lead them into the land of promise. He did indeed lead them to it, but not into it. It's a bittersweet moment for all that he was remembered for and the one instance in his life, striking the rock instead of speaking to it for that one instance He's unable to enter the land. It had to be a tough pill to swallow. But just before Moses' death, God gives him one extraordinary glimpse into the land 
that they had been promised. It was the fulfillment of God's plan. Because of his own sin of not regarding the Lord as holy at the waters of Meribah Kadesh, Moses was precluded from entering the land. And yet still, God's mercy did give him a sneak peek into it. He leads him up to Mount Nebo. And the last thing that he does before he dies is to behold the land that was given to his descendants and his people. I like to see this as God's special grace at that moment because the Lord had preserved, the text tells us, the one thing that he needed to get that glimpse, his eyes. The Bible records he's 120 years old, but his eyes were not weak. Even in mediating punishment, God is a God that is filled with grace. He preserves the one thing needed to get this unique glimpse into this land on Mount Nebo. The chapter ends with a very interesting epitaph. No prophet was like him, for Moses knew the Lord face to face. What an interesting concept it is that sets him apart. Primarily, he did other things, signs and wonders, but he knew the Lord face to face. What a legacy. This is the most incredible description of Moses. More than anyone else on earth, Moses had witnessed the power and awe and majesty of God in his ministry and in his life, perhaps more than any other person. And yet the one thing that stands out most is that he saw God face to face. So what are we to learn from these bittersweet passages? For one, we can learn the power of a moment in leadership. One moment in time had far-reaching consequences. When we begin to think that we are self-sufficient, the moment that we feel that we have to react in the flesh, we end up impacting far more than we think we do. I'm sure Moses, at that moment, did not realize the ramifications of that one moment raised in the arm of the flesh. But that's the power of a moment. We cannot afford to be independent of God's leadership in our lives as a leader for one instant because the, that moment may be too momentous for us to think otherwise. And we have to depend on God as a, as a leader in every single moment. When we act in our own strength, independent of God's voice, we speak for God instead of allowing God to speak for himself. You see, the problem was that Moses did not view God as holy, as set apart at that moment. Our God is holy, and we owe him explicit obedience no matter the circumstances around us. When we violate that in our lives, we speak for God and say things that he didn't say. And God takes this very seriously. We have to obey him because obedience is the proof of our trust in his voice in our lives. When we disobey, we violate that trust, and God will not stand for his leaders, whom he entrusts with his leadership, to leverage that influence in such a way that is not in keeping with faithfully employing that influence per his wishes. In Moses' dying on Mount Nebo, God was showing the people of Israel the consequence of a disobedience. Leadership is for a season. Moses died on this mountain, and it's a reminder that our lives and our leadership are short. What we do with that leadership is critically important. What we do, we need to do today. Every leader has a season, and that season is determined by God. The story of Moses reminds us that our days are as appointed 
by God as Moses's were. Therefore, our seasons of leadership are appointed by God as well. We need to be faithful with the influence that God has given us today, that God has given us for as long as he chooses to give it to us. It's all a gift, not a right. Moses was strong. His eyes weren't weak, but God was done with his leadership. Most people just want God to anoint their ministry with power. But the most important thing for us to remember from Moses' life is that Moses' life was marked not by the public moment, but by the private intercession. Do we want to see God face to face? Are we willing to meet him in the morning, in secret, in the tent of meeting? Do we want to plead with him for the souls of stiff-necked people, as Moses did? Do we want to endure wilderness wanderings and no food and no water? Moses' life and leadership were unlike any other because Moses met the Lord at the tent of meeting every day. And if we want to be the kind of leader that Moses was, it will mean rising early and seeing God face to face. So God, as we think about our own leadership, help us to leverage our lives, and our influence following your wishes. Guard us against leading with the arm of the flesh instead of being dependent on your will and your voice. Help us to listen and to be dependent on you and to be obedient to you so that we can lead faithfully. And may we accomplish all that you desire for us to do and not be left on the wrong side of the river never having achieved it. And may every moment, may the dependence of that moment lead us into private conversation with our God so that we can be dependent publicly upon you. In your name, amen. Thanks for joining us today for the Read Your Bible podcast. For show notes to today's episode, please visit readyourbible.info. While you're there, you can listen to past episodes as well as access a host of additional resources designed to help you grow in your faith. It's all there for you at readyourbible.info. That's readyourbible.info. For more information about South Seminole Baptist Church, just go to southseminole.com. Join us again tomorrow as together we help you learn to read your Bible.